advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. I don't know about this thing. It was good. I wouldn't normally eat something like that, but... No. I'm just not... I'm not sure what it is. So we're we're still uh, consuming the snack box sent to us from the UK by Emily Martin. And I have to say, I've I've had very few crumpets in my lifetime. I've only had American-made crumpets. They felt soft. They were fucking amazing. They're so good. Are you okay? What are you doing? My that can's dented. Oh. So I bought like Trader Joe's has crumpets that I'll buy every so often. And I'm like, I should have just bought English muffins, which aren't crumpets at all. No, it um, looked like it. I was curious, it though. It was not. not. They're, they're a little different, though. No, these, like- though, and there were probably like dime a dozen in the UK crumpets, but they were fucking the best crumpets ever. They were so amazing. Hmm. They were fantastic. So Did thank you toast you. them or what? Yeah, do? you toast them, put a little, uh, put a little Vegemite on them, a little butter and Vegemite. What'd well, you do? I should put some Vegemite on them. I still yeah. got some left. You yeah, those peanut butter? They were two Jason? weeks expired when you got them. They're fine. I, put, I had them in the oh, fridge. Wait. You're waiting. Them. So you got what do you got? You have a baller in your glass, right? I do. You gonna try it? Yeah, try, try it. Yeah, this is what he from thinks Sam about Walsh, it. Yeah. So we'll do You're a psychic. Gonna, wait, I don't have a uh, psychic toast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we don't have anything except Brent. I drink baller. I drank mine already. Well, not baller. It's a very strange thing. I want to hear what he says without influencing the flavor profile. You see his eyes? They changed about a couple times already. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like four flavors. It's going to keep, keep going. Like you're just saying, as you sit there, it keeps going. Yeah, it's like it's in waves. Yeah. yeah. Waves of it's different flavors. Everlasting yeah. Gobstopper. That's it's not bad. No, it's no, good. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's, what, were, it's, what were some of the flavors that you tasted, though? I'm just curious if you say the same thing. Oh, I couldn't even tell you. Like, do you get skunk? No. Oh, no. really? Oh, I yeah. get skunk hardcore. Yeah. Really? Maybe it didn't happen yet. Oh, you didn't drink it all. That's your problem. <laughs> you <laughs> do enough. Drink it all. You don't say no sipping whiskey. Yeah. Because it goes you go for it. smooth skunk smoke. It's something. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. I do taste the skunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah like, it's oh, it tastes like whiskey. No, it doesn't taste like skunk. Oh, wait. It tastes like burnt sandals. What the fuck is happening in my mouth? Did you ever have that old He Man toy? Uh, skunk or I think his name was. It actually yeah. smelled like a skunk. Yeah. That's oh, what it tastes yeah. like. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's the baller whiskey. Um, it's, it's weird. Single yeah, malt whiskey is, uh, sent to us by Sammy Walsh. Although enough has been spilled on it that the sticker now says Sammy Walls. Oh, yeah. But, wow. Sammy yeah. Walls. That's I a can, rapper name. Yeah. I'll make that's a new a sticker. Yeah. No, that no, one's that's good. good. No? That one's good. Yeah, we know who that. That's good yeah. to go. So I've Old been... Rogue man himself. I've been getting... Like, I've always just casually watched it. If it happens to pop up in my YouTube feed, I'll watch Hot Ones. 
but lately I've been like pretty obsessed with it. Like every time I I'm at home and I sit down to eat lunch, I always put on hot or in my office. If I'm eating lunch in my What's office, that? Yeah. hot ones, the one where they sit and eat chicken wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's like a on celebrity YouTube? and it's on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See. Um, as the like host, the guy sitting across from him creepily. Yeah. And he eats, and he's like leaning you know, in, he eats yeah. them along with him yeah. and then interviews him. He's actually a really good interviewer and he asks like really good, like every single person on the show at some point when they're asked a question, they stop and they're like, it's a really good question. Like, cause he like, he's really good at figuring out what to ask him. But, um, in the early seasons, they used one set of hot sauces and then they, it's kind of evolved a couple times, but I think in like season two and three, the third hot sauce is El Yucateco hot sauce. And like everyone pauses on the El Yucateco and like comments on how amazing it is. Yeah. And I flavor. just watched the one yeah. with Rachel Ray this morning and like I forget what she said, but when she when she finally got to that, when she was like, "Oh, I can't wait for this one." I love El Yucateco, and she was a fucking gangster. She wasn't eating the chicken wings because she was like hating on chicken wings. She was like, "I'm very specific about my chicken wings, and I'm not going to like any of these yeah, unless they're cooked a certain way." So I'm just going to eat all of the hot sauce directly on a spoon. Mm-hmm. And she went through all of the hot sauces and just poured a gangster amount on a spoon and just kept eating the hot sauce. And it was like, "Holy shit!" It sounds like could you marry that lady? <laughs> you know what I mean? It. I'm very particular about how like my week would drive me crazy you know what i mean like i think about all the other shit you know what i mean like like i I, you know i only want sex this way but still she's super famous chef and she was like she had to pause and be like oh you is my favorite hot sauce like i have it every single day and the host was like oh i love el yucateco i even have their i even have a pair of their shorts that i wear around that's awesome i'm sure he got sent a box yeah they always fuck up though he always says something caribbean like they always have red it's always red that's on there they don't have the triple x they have the red right and then he'll like talk about he's like this is el yucateco's caribbean and i'm like you motherfucker yeah it is it's just the regular red. Yeah, it's the red. Yeah, and it, most of the sauces are just reds. Right. Like, it wouldn't be fair. You know what I mean? Like, well, all kinds of shit. Well, no, should. it depends. It just depends on... Yeah, really? I mean, they could easily they really put the triple X and make it like X. the fourth one, right? you yeah. know, and just raise the Scoville They probably go on the Scoville level. They do. Say, like, these are all similar Scoville. And what's crazy like, is triple X is like 12,500, I think, on Scoville, yeah. and they have shit that's 2 million on there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I think... So it starts with 1,000. They start with a sauce that's 1,000, and then it's like 2,000, 3,000, 7, and then like 30, and then red's like 6 or 7, yeah. And then like 300,000, and then like 2 million. So it really ramps up, but it's a good show. It's a good show. The thing I really like about the show is when they're in that heat, like once they hit wing seven, like there's no hiding which celebrities are assholes. Right. Yeah. Like there's no more pretense. There's no more. I'm sitting in front of fucking Jay Leno, like putting on my best face. It's like, wow, you're kind of a dick. Yeah. Like that hot sauce proves. Bill Burgess. He was like, dick. fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck you. Yeah. But some <laughs> yeah, of them are great. Like some of them, I've gained a lot of respect for some people because of how they act on. Wasn't Wing Kevin seven. Hart on there? Yeah. He I was saw Kevin Hart on there. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. 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 I, oh, he's, he, he called yeah. it the Teco. He's like, that's a Teco. Yeah. He, yeah, he used that word. I was like, there. Yeah. Now I can't get in trouble for saying that yeah. anymore. Yeah. Kevin no, Hart it, said that it, shit. It's a, I love that that's show. But yeah. It's El Yucateco. They don't use them anymore, so they need to go back to it. They changed their sauce the profile, sauce lineup, but yeah. Send them a box. Yeah. We demand it. Yeah. We should have sent a bunch of people over there and have them bring the Teco back. We could summon a posse. We should. Yeah, I bet we could do it. Summon a posse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'd probably be like, what the fuck is going on? 
So I saw on the interwebs that you f- uh, complete, completely finished decorating the Podbelly studio. It wasn't even so much as decorating. Like we decorating. Uh, yeah, there was a TV situation where like our, the TV broke, and then we're trying to get it repaired. So we just got a TV, and it's in there now. And then uh, all the mics are in there, and everything's functional interface, Mac wiring, cable. We're we gonna go record in there. Shit. Can we record in there? Yeah, we will because we're gonna do uh, Podbelly interviews with all the podcasts on there. I don't want to. Do I don't want to do it. You want to do it? Brad won't do it. Well, Dave will come. They unavailable. Yeah, I might. I might <laughs> call in. It's like when Joel when when Joel Attenborough calls me for for <laughs> my H podcast. Like, sorry, I'm unavailable. Nope, you can't do it that day yeah. either. Yeah. No, there's I'm a couple. Very busy, there's man. a couple podcasts in the surrounding area, at least drivable, yeah. you know. But we've got to yeah. figure out that whole Skype setup and do. You know, drive back for that one. <laughs> I know. I was drive. trying to think. <laughs> no, yeah. I will not be driving back. Yeah. Come on, that's a fun road trip. While he's here, I was trying. I was like, man, what can we do? Can we squeeze that in? Can we pull it off? Like we're sort of functional. We don't have do video stuff up yet. You don't have the video, but you could still. Yeah, do no, the I mean, we could still do it there. It's all functional. It's ready to go. It'd be cool oh. to be the first. Here's one the thing. In the I'm, feng feng I'm always happy to do the Podbelly podcast, but I'd rather you set it up so I. I can Skype in from here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah. Skype from Dave, a block yeah, yeah, yeah. or two away. Yeah, you'll be on the yeah. TV. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Live in like the that. Sofa King studio. Yeah. Like, like we're important. We're just, we're walking distance literally yeah. around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally a block so from good. here. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, are you available? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. available. Yeah. Just let, let me in the basement in, and then yeah. we'll just Skype It looks in. great. It's a different kind of studio though. It's like yeah, a very it's like, like this is man, this is man yeah. cave, cigar bar, fucking cool studio, whiskey everywhere. And that one's more of like a professional, like production yeah. studio. Yeah. That's all cool. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. fine. We know Alan's involved. It's okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty. It is. Yeah. It looks good. I like it. Yeah. I didn't see the finished product yet or, or what, what is to be the finished product, but I know the idea. Nice. I know the idea. I see, I saw yeah. the, I saw the render. Yeah, that we was crazy. We didn't do a render of, of our studio. Right? Alan's so meticulous about color match, like all yeah. kinds of crazy stuff down to every little thing, dude. And so he literally made a Photoshop version of what the studio would look I like. I like how when he's not here, you use the term meticulous. And we yeah. did it. Meticulous. Yeah. yeah. He's very meticulous. Um, but, and then when we finished the studio, it looked exactly it looked like exactly the render, exactly like the Photoshop. It's, I was like, wow. It's, yeah. It's, uh, wow. it's very, wow. 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 <laughs> it was impressive. Wow, man. Show Brad. Did you watch all five of the uh, Home Alones yet? No, I haven't. Oh, you guys <laughs> fucking up. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, we have Disney Plus. Oh, that I looks do. nice. No, he's got the DVD. Nice. I'm jealous. Oh, we need to yeah. spruce up our studio a little bit. No, and I, I don't got, think I we've the, <laughs> Disney Plus. We haven't officially introduced him because we were he was on our last episode. But uh, with us in the studio is Jason Roscom from All Things Star Wars. If you're looking for a podcast about um, Star Trek. Then mm-hmm. that is yeah, it. go somewhere else. See, go somewhere and I would else. listen to yeah. that one. I would listen to that one. <laughs> go that's, somewhere else. That's crazy. But he was on our previous episode about George Lucas, and since we got him in the studio, and he's all uh, cocked up on whiskey, um, he's going to stick around, and we're going to talk about uh, crazy. And he's military. It's, it's yeah, and Air Force. This is all valid. He actually suggested this topic, and yeah. it's, it's a good one. So. Um, he's very relevant this time. Last time, last time, so right, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody can start a podcast. Right. 140 <laughs> episodes of star Wars makes me can yeah. talk about George Lucas. Yeah. So, um, so our topic is a serial killer who's unique for several reasons. A he's unique because he's Canadian. Yeah. And Isn't, wouldn't, wouldn't a serial killer be unique anyway? No, nah, like a lot of them people? are pretty similar. Well, I'm just saying as among people. Yeah, but I mean, then you put him in the serial killer camp and there's a lot of carryover. You know, he becomes unique and, within the camp. He becomes uh, unique within the camp. Because A, he's Canadian. 
And there's like well, that's serial kindness the ones that... in, in Canada. Do you think he was saying anything. sorry as he was murdering yeah. his victim? Sorry, sorry. Eh? Sorry. Yeah. sorry about this. Yeah. Sorry about Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but B, and this is, I, I read, um, I'm, it might be in my show notes. I can't remember, but there was a, a behavioral expert who was looking at the case and saying this, he said, we're going to be studying this case for some time to come because this is a really abnormal serial killer. Like he does. We always, when we talk about serial killers on this show, we talk about ticking the boxes and it's like, this guy doesn't tick the boxes. He had a weird childhood though. Like his parents take off to like fucking Korea like his parents get divorced, they take off to Korea, leave him to finish high school by himself. There's some I don't weirdness think that's there. Weird. I don't think that that's just probably played with sticks and maple syrup. That's not like fucking whack and hut, and your mom makes you fucking yeah. suckle on her tit till you're 14 or that's some true. weird shit. Like it was. Say you love Jesus. <laughs> suck on my tit. Say you love Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> suck on my booby. Yeah. Uh, no one one box. No Atari. <laughs> you set that right. milk carton down right now know. and bring your bowl of Cheerios over here. I'm gonna fucking milk those Cheerios. What? for was there an Atari or no Atari? There was no Atari involved. No Atari involved. Mm. I didn't read about an Atari. So, well, I mean, what what's the age here? You know? Yeah, I think it was before that time. How old is he? No, he was forty four at two thousand seven. Crazy. He, he would have been late. A, a late yeah, Atari that would have been a little late for an Atari. Yeah, he would have been late for Pong, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but they called him a paraphilic. Mm. which is a sexual deviant. And in his case, he specifically enjoyed uh, putting on women's panties, girls' panties and lingerie and under things, but not just like, oh, like you buy it and put it on and you feel fancy in your bedroom. No, he had to break into their fucking houses, put it on, roll sure. around in their bed and masturbate yeah, and I mean, take pictures of himself I th- doing I think it. If that, I think if you're going to get off, like that's the way you have to do it. Like I'm not going to Kmart, <laughs> picking me up a pair. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to Kmart, picking me up a pair of panties, you know what I mean? And then feeling, you know, feeling jazzy about you're, that. You know what I mean? No, you got you to gotta hop in through a window. No, you know what you do? You get a job at Kmart and you work at the return counter and you just wait for some of the return <laughs> panties see Nobody and go roll there. around on the mattresses yeah. and you masturbate go. you do it in ikea see? jerk off on ikea with oh, kmart yeah. returned underwear that you got legally at work i gotta get bought them i gotta get a second job yeah, yeah i think you've turned that into something equally and differently disturbing and yeah. we can start in our 40s. sexual deviant yeah so we can start now yeah. oh we can yeah, we can yeah. start now yay well, <laughs> i'm not there yet i gotta i gotta work up to it so. uh. yeah i could do some really weird shit like, yeah it'd yeah, be yeah, very yeah. strange yeah like, what is this what is this projector screen set up with blinds on it for i'm like well <laughs> yeah Things. so um one thing is and i always like to to like if it could uh serve the episode um I don't know if you should or shouldn't watch it before, but there's a pretty fascinating, pretty amazing um, police interrogation video of this guy. That's like nothing I've seen before. And, you know, I've said it on the show before. I don't really watch the videos. Mm -hmm. I'm not like that slows down my research significantly. So I just don't bother. And Brent was really given a hard sell on how powerful the the interrogation was. So I started Mm -hmm. watching it and it just like an hour later, 
I was still watching it. Like yeah. I just, I couldn't take my eyes off of this interrogation because the cop is so fucking amazing. You just watch him dancing his ninja, ninja dance <laughs> all around this motherfucker, just getting him, just breaking him down and breaking him down and break just with Almost kindness. Like I mean, I've just watched a lot of Canadian kindness, yeah. you know, I've watched a lot respect. of first 48, you know? Yeah, no, this guy was, uh, there was no good cop, bad cop. It was just good cop, better cop of this one, <laughs> this one guy. That's the, the Canadian though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your friend. Yeah. I mean, the good cop was the bad cop. Yeah, yeah. You know, the better cop was the good cop. Yeah, yeah. that's how it worked out. That no, was just this one guy, Smith, Smythe, I guess. Yeah, really John just, Smith. Yeah. yeah. He, he corrals him into a situation where he thinks it's his only choice. He's like, and really is like, what a Jedi mindfuck. Because like, how was it going to be easier on his wife? It wasn't right. the whole fucking videos on the internet. There's all his right. pictures in his right. fucking panties and shit all over the internet. Well, like, the thing is, though, and it becomes it becomes apparent fairly early on if you're out of that room and you can think logically like oh they already have this guy dead to fucking rights yeah, right? oh yeah like yeah. this like there because he's slowly presenting this piece of evidence and that piece of evidence right. like well what can you say about this like, you know it, this is pointing to you too man i'm just kind of worried about you like look at these you know the the foot tread on your shoe versus the you know what what can you tell me about that and they yeah, talk and about that, that the psychological factor of keeping people calm early in the interrogation process because they're more likely to give little details that will be valuable later where if they get agitated they'll close down and so yeah. he finesses that shit in the beginning like that but he yeah, didn't that was anything. the beauty of this thing and it, from the very beginning he said if at any point you want to call a lawyer they're right down the hall and if you yeah, want to leave yeah the door's unlocked and you can walk out anytime you're not under arrest you can yeah. leave anytime you want to leave but he puts the there's like a uh, ter- interrogation technique where they put the chair between you and the door like there's all these little subtle so you feel like things. they tell you sure. that but you yeah. feel like you can't even leave. the fact right. that like he was in the military for all this yeah. time and he's what a colonel at the colonel, end colonel yeah he was yeah, the commander of a base the yeah. biggest base in Canada yeah. so even if he gets mm-hmm. pulled over by a police officer they will call him colonel like it says it officially on his like mm-hmm. ID it says colonel and so he has this level of respect that he's used to and the guy just keeps calling him fucking Russell. Russell. He goes, yeah. hey, Russell. And there's a point, like, that's why I love just the psychology that's occurring in this. Like, at about 40 minutes into the interrogation, when, and he still hasn't given anything up. Yeah. And he's like, so, Russell, like, what can you tell me about this? And you see on the motherfucking serial killer's face, and he says, call me Russ. And I was like, yeah. you're done. Yeah. You just lost. Mm-hmm. Like, something about softer, the moment yeah. that they you got, said, they call became me friends. Russ. Like, yeah. you just lost. Like, but it was like, and just, I mean, it's nothing. I mean, it's not like it's thrilling. It's not like it's a fucking lightsaber duel. Like, they're just staring at each other in a room, but just the psychology, knowing this guy did it. And I'm just watching because I'm like, at what point does he break? At what point? I need what? to, I need to find that fucking, video I was oh, telling I you about watching. where they do a breakdown of the breakdown. So there's a guy yeah, talking posted about in the show notes how the interrogation techniques work. And they're like, right now, like, six minutes in he's like this guy's already got his number he knows because he's speaking at this like low calm volume and you can tell the the time it takes for him to answer because he's thinking about shit a normal person would be like well i don't know to tell you because it's not going to find that because it didn't happen like and he's like thinking about his responses and it takes slightly longer for him to respond because the way his body his demeanor every little fucking thing that goes into it this guy already knows Dude's guilty. I fucking know he's guilty. They said there or was he has something, something to hide or something, something they can't know. define that they just generally call gut instinct by the mm-hmm. interrogator mm-hmm. because it's an undefinable um, like persona and and like just like atmosphere that the person gives off that you can't quite tell. It's just a combination of lots of little things like eye contact, body language, tonality, volume, right, right. all these little things, the, the gaps between words, like those dudes, that's what they fucking mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Like that guy got offered all kinds of crazy jobs actually um, after that went sure public. He did. And he didn't yeah. take it though. He stayed working doing the same job. I don't know right. what, what that's about. Well, if, but, you're, if you're interrogating like a bunch of normal people, 
you see all of the normal yeah, reactions. Right, right. And then when you get the actual person in the room, it becomes a different. What was that show with, ha- with House? What's his name? Fucking like Lie to Me or whatever. House. But it wasn't House, though. Oh. It was the guy from House. And oh. the show was called like Lie to Me. And that's what that guy did. He could tell if someone was lying. Oh, right. He had all their little fucking tails. Right. It's called House. Yeah. They're in the doctor's office and yeah. they did experiments. Dr. Sherlock, Vicodin. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Vicodin, yeah. yeah. So, um, but anyway, I don't know if you want to watch it. Like if you're a true crime person, you want to watch this or they probably, or you probably already have, it's compelling or you might, you might hours long. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I watched about the first hour and it never, like I would have kept watching it, but I had already done my research and I was watching it and it was getting close to showtime and I was like, okay, I got to wrap it up. But the whole thing was just, and then once came on the the doorbell rang, that's right. Um, but if you're, if you're big in true crime, you'd probably start really enjoying about the point where I cut it off. Cause about yeah. the point where I cut it off, he's going into detail about the rapes mm-hmm. and about the murders and about, yeah. and that gets fucking rough. Was there like, anybody in the grass talking about what field. happened to her skull when he hit her with a flashlight? It's just like, yeah. Oh, but so if you're a true crime person, you got to watch that video. It's in the show notes. Um, so you can find it, but, um, it might. You might gain more from the episode watching it first. You might gain more from the interview watching it second. I don't know how you want to play it, but just a heads up. It's there, and it's a really important piece to the puzzle of this guy's uh, story. So um, he was born in England, um, and they moved all over the place. They moved to um, uh, Canada, um, Ontario, Canada, and where his father worked at chalk river laboratories, which is a nuclear research facility. Um, and they, again, like I don't like some shit went down in his childhood, but I don't, I didn't think any of it was especially serial killer box ticky. Like the family became friends with other people and there was an affair and there was a divorce and then someone married someone else that happens to half the fucking populace and they don't become serial killers, you know? So they, they ended up meeting the Sovaks and then, so the, the mom, yeah, the mom leaves the father, they get a divorce, and then she marries uh, the father, Jerry Savka. Sorry, Savka. And so the the family becomes the Savka family. But then at some point, the father moves to um, Saskatchewan. No, South Korea. Fucking uh, hose teasers. And um, well, I'm not sure. The, the family moved to South Korea where Savka was over. Oh, so the stepfather uh, got a job in South Korea and moved there. And the father stayed in Canada, yeah. the biological father. Okay. From one of the documentaries I watched, he was in a boarding school for a majority of his childhood too. Okay. Like he wasn't even living at home. They just put him up wherever. Right. So, right. so they obviously, I mean, it seems like they were moneyed. Yeah. Like they had some money. They, ha- I mean, I'm guessing you make pretty good money being a researcher at a nuclear research facility. Um, they can afford a boarding school. So I feel like they, they had money for sure for that, that whole thing. Um, he, um, again, you know, he delivered newspapers, he, uh, learned how to play the piano, like, but again, no teat sucking for Jesus or anything weird in the childhood. It all seemed, it all seemed fairly normal. Um, no uncles putting their finger in his butthole. Nothing that we've heard. No, exactly. Like nothing, nothing really like, uh, and again, usually once they're busted as a serial killer, 
everybody researches them. It all comes out in court and it all makes it into Murderpedia. Yeah. It all makes it into all these websites. And there's just none of that there. Like the childhood just seemed like a, you know, a, a I split say up normal, fan. but a split up, yeah. you know, a split up fan. <laughs> yeah. But by now is kind of normal. Like I, I, I don't know a whole lot of people who were yeah. with their bio parents for their whole childhood. Like, you know, yeah. it just, it, it didn't seem super. I think odd. being, being held up in a boarding school, you know what I mean? Pretty much your whole childhood would kind of give you separation you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, unless you had some sort of father figure, mother figure there, you know what I mean? And who knows what the fuck kind it was, you right, know what I mean? It could right. have been very cold, you know, or maybe he did. Like, who knows, you know? It probably the, also, it, it might have also led to his natural inclination to be in the military because it feels like in the boarding school you don't get a chance to bond with your parents and your family so you're going to bond with your roommates and your classmates and this mm -hmm. group of people that you're with every day and it seems like that would be a natural fit yeah. for the military I keep hearing a boarding school like abortion like that's why no, his family aborted learn to yeah, abort for yes. sure. a boarding school yeah I, mean, I agree. It's a different, different kind of school. Yeah, I can tell, yeah. but it's not, that's all I'm hearing. I think every that's time. medical school. Mm, yes. A boarding school. Yeah. There, the, the, the scary thing, there is a school for that. There is like a class, like a boarding 101. Like someone has to learn how to do that procedure. Okay, kids, get your mm -hmm. wire hangers mm -hmm. and your blow torches. Just teach them how to kick really hard. Shot yeah. hangers on the oh, oh, look, at all, look at Star yeah. Wars Jason wow. jumping <laughs> in. He's adapted to his environment. Yeah. Nice, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Yes, we like yeah. it. We like Ninja. it. Yeah. Um, you must be one of Genghis Khan's uh, <laughs> yeah, carpet, kids. Carpet yeah. kids yeah. Fucking carpet kicker over here. I've said Jesus too much. Christ. <laughs> so um, he uh, goes to um, at the boarding school. He's even like an ideal student. He's like one of the he's a, I don't know what the fuck a prefect is, Ooh. but he's elected to be well, one it's of better two than a prefects. defect. It's better than a defect yeah. Yeah, for sure. Rather be a prefect yeah. than a defect. So he's yeah. one of the two school Isn't a prefect prefects. The, the person that like uh, advises students or something, I think. Well, he was a yeah. student at the time. Yeah, but it's the advisor kind of thing. I don't know why they don't call it advisor. Cause I think they say that in Harry he, Potter. Don't he they? was elected as one of two prefects for his boarding house and he reported to the house steward. That's what I think. It's the person that's like, okay, first years, let's show you where the fucking whatever is. This uh, is okay. the, yeah, this is the yeah, it's cafeteria. A senior, a sen uh, in, in British terms, it's a senior student authorized to enforce discipline. Okay. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, I do. But again, fact. it speaks to the money that I think was involved in his background. And it could be a coincidence, but I don't think it was the house steward who he reported to um, ends up growing up and being a member of parliament. Like, mm. I think that's the type of boarding school he's in. That's the type very of circle strict, that very, he's in. Yeah. Very upper class. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. a surprise that members right. of his class yeah. became members of parliament. It's, it's Hogwarts. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're all wizards. Yes. Um, he's and, a, and witches. And he's a panty wizard. wizard. He's a panty That was pretty wizard. sexist, yeah. Dave. They're not all wizards, yeah. okay? Some they of them would be in a male boarding school. They no, they're non-binary wizards. Oh. Yeah. Is that, they is can that identify so? different. They can go to that male boarding school because of mm. the restrictions of that particular educational this, are there, this is are 1982. There, this is a different time. Yeah, are uh, there maybe. trans are there trans trans wizards? Yeah, for <laughs> there sure. You go. They drive trans ams. Yes, mm -hmm. they do. They have That's sweet mullets. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. I have to say, I have to say, so Last Jason's week, uncomfortable with last week. I've made a mistake. Yeah. Really, yeah. Last week you reported that no one looks good in white sunglasses. Someone said Biggie. Don't fucking no. They're lying. And I was Biggie driving here yesterday. He's like, I saw this hot ass guy. I was driving here yesterday. <laughs> and funny. there was this fucking dude at the get station wearing white sunglasses. 
and he stood out like a douchebag exactly. beacon. Right. Exactly. I, like if you were lost at sea, yeah. that was like hearing the bell on a fucking buoy. It was yeah. just like, about- look at that douchebag. Like I was doing 40 miles an hour and he was 50 yards away from me. And I was like, look at that douchebag in the white. God what about it, Brad's? Right. I got two for you. El- Elton John. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. he looked like a fucking retard. I think he pulls it off. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And or Flavor Flav. No. Flavor Flav? No. No. It, it, I mean, I'm the one that brought up the white flavor I brought Flav. the sunglasses thing up. I'm flavor just saying. Flav looks retarded. No, here's the thing. Here's the he thing. He already looks crazy. I'm going exactly. To, I'm going to say it doesn't that make him look cool. You're both right. Elton John, if you really look at it objectively, it fits him. I didn't say it didn't fit stupid. him. Like I didn't, that outfit, that Ziggy Stardust outfit was ridiculous. And he's got and one stupid. earring, one fucking earring, and white sunglasses. You're like, Flav, that guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, Flavor Flav is also wearing a giant fucking clock around his neck. Fucking weirdo. Exactly. And he's cold lamping. If he wasn't on stage, if he wasn't on stage and he's walking around fucking Bakersfield, douchebag. Yeah. Hmm. If you just saw that guy, if you didn't know who he I mean, was. I'm against white sunglasses. I'm on your team. I know. But I just thought maybe those two people were an exception. They're the unicorns of white sunglasses. Wearing white sunglasses doesn't make you see white. Yeah. I'm just Hashtag saying. black glasses matter. Black glasses matter. <laughs> That's right. Or turtle glasses. I, uh, what are the turtle ones? The what's tortoise, it called? Tortoise, tortoise, shell? tortoise shell glasses. Yeah. White power accessories. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... He um, grows up, marries uh, a woman named Mary Elizabeth Harriman. Um, and again, she's, you know, she's the associate director for the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada. So well, fairly. She gets to the heart of the stroke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Didn't even think it until, until I saw the, the, as soon as I said stroke, I saw a look on Jason's yeah. face that said, oh shit, what's coming next? And as soon and as I saw, the, I saw the look on his face, I realized I just said stroke and I knew it was uh, yeah. arriving. I think you meant to put heart in stroke. Yeah. On there, not heart and stroke. Um, so, um, he ends up, um, joining the military, uh, 1987, um, after he graduates from the university of Toronto. So did you hear why he joined the military? No. So he saw a top gun one day. He was an economics major in college and saw a top (laughs) gun one day and decided that's what I want to do. So I remember seeing on a documentary that he told his buddy, yeah, I'm going to be a fucking fighter pilot. Yeah. Or something. He didn't end up being a fighter pilot, but no, he was a yeah. pilot though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I can't blame him. No. I mean, have you seen Val Kilmer and Top Gun? Right. No. I would imagine that Top Gun <laughs> they didn't cast was Kurt probably a remarkable <laughs> <laughs> recruitment tool for, for the sure. Air Force. It, and oh, it was yeah. the greatest gay love story of our time. So. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah, true. That might be true. What's the song? Kokomo. No, that was not in that movie. Yeah, Fuck you for singing it. Oh my That's, God. No, you got Kenny Loggins and you got Take My Breath Away. Yeah. Yeah. Danger yeah, Kokomo. Zone. No, no, that wasn't geez. in there. That was the Beach Boys and it haunts me. Yeah. That's that was Cocktail. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I get those two confused, yeah. those movies. He probably wore white cocktails. Cocktail. You know? cocktail, is a very, cocktail is a better movie. I just, just saying. It's a better movie. Made a lot of people become bartenders. Exactly. Yeah. I went to flare school. Yeah. <laughs> 
You did. I did actually. Yeah, you think he's joking? Yeah, I went yeah, to, yeah, I, <laughs> Dave was like fucking. Not because shut of that. Up. I just worked with a dude that, that owned a bartending academy, and at the time, I was yeah. like working at PetSmart. And he's like, dude, if you're a bartender, you make a ton of money. And I was like, really? Like how much money? He started telling me about tips and shit. And he's yeah. like, so I went to bartending academy, thinking, oh, I'm just gonna learn how to make drinks and like no, whatever no. you got to do. But then it was like, oh, okay, now we're gonna learn how to flip bottles and shit. Hmm. So I actually learned how to. I had to do a routine, like a two minute routine, to graduate from bartending academy. <laughs> flip bottles <laughs> at the time i could actually fucking flip shit over my back and balance it and do like yeah. juggling act and shit yeah. it was crazy were you You're wearing a, a sequin speedo and white i was wearing, I was wearing, wearing white sunglasses that come off? to your disappointment i was wearing regular clothes yeah just whatever i but wore they came off near the pole yeah there was buttons all the way down the side i could yeah, 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 yeah. with one, yeah, with fucking, one yeah. swift yeah. move yeah. right yeah. and he had white sunglasses at the time That's for sure <laughs> my, my instructor and friend fast eddie um he actually went to the bartending competition of the world or whatever and got 52 in the world World, and there's motherfuckers from like Seoul, Korea that have a samurai sword on their back and would like Chop make all the tops. drinks and throw up the lemon and like fucking slice it with a sword on their back, put it back and it would like land in the in the glass. So 52 is actually a big pretty, deal. Pretty yeah. motherfuckers were good. crazy. In the world, yeah. 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 I mean, 52 in the world and anything is pretty hot. You're hot shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so and this guy might have been 52 in the world of panty fucking sniffing yeah. and snuggling. Uh, he might have been higher. And then I was, I was a bartender for a while, so I did do that, but I fucking did not enjoy that job. Yeah, I did I make imagine. a shit ton of money, though. Yeah. So um, in 1990, he receives his flying wings, um, and it's basically just like, I mean, the next chunk of any uh, biography you read about this guy is just accolade after accolade, promotion after promotion, successful career as a pilot of in course, the Air Force. He's a colonel. Yeah. Of yeah. course. You don't get to a colonel without having some sort of success. I or guess. if you have a great chicken re recipe, you can pull it off too. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That, that's true. You are correct. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> that's the only and two ways you do And mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah. You gotta have it. The biscuits yeah. are pretty good. I mean, who doesn't? So love Jason, knowing the Air Force, like, did did his career trajectory was his career trajectory pretty normal, or was he like hot shit? No, he was he was definitely hot shit okay. at the time. You know, okay. he was the and I've seen interviews with his commanding generals, and he was the model. Uh, leader he was they really um talked up his leadership and his ability to deal with people and not only people but the media he did a lot of pr for mm, uh yeah. you know local either news or other uh when they had alien sightings and shit he would oh, go and well and, anything yeah, to yeah. like drop in the puck at the local <laughs> yeah. hockey kids right, game yeah. like that so, type of pr stuff i watched that interview yeah. yeah yeah so he was a real people person for both his subordinates and for people from the outside a good representative of the canadian air force right, and yeah. yeah he was above and beyond your average airman someone called him a shining airman. star like, yeah. yeah yeah and you could you could almost see how he would get like that growing up if he was in an aborting school Oh, yeah. um, it was that and, or die. <laughs> well, <laughs> he's like every day is an extra day. Well, I'm just yeah, saying every like, day yeah. is an extra. But, but if he, but if he's the, if he's the uh, pre-cum student, right? And he's, <laughs> you know, he's there, you know, disciplining all the wieners there yeah. that are in that school. Then you know he's he's became this you know uh, you know you learn he's that becoming stuff. He's yeah he's becoming. becoming yeah he's becoming in this episode uh, you know. Hot shit. <laughs> yeah, but even in college, his friends said that he was, you know, he had a lot of charisma and a lot yeah. of leadership, and he would kind of, like, direct his group of friends. All right, you're going to handle this. You guys are going to do this. Right, as, right. Like, the people that lived in his dorm. He was a natural, whatnot. natural leader. Yes. Like, right. he, he just, he was that, and then he became an airman, so it was just a, a double-edged sword. Yeah. And an, so, and an organizer to the point yeah. that it led into, like, organizing meticulously <laughs> yeah. his panties and pictures of. Yeah. And cataloging and categorizing, like, oh, these are 12-year-old yeah. panties, and they go oh. in this fucking drawer. Right, right. Wow. Like, so here, here's another Air Force question. So did he always wear 
mirrored pilot shades even when he was in boarding school? <laughs> or did he shift from douchebag white boarding school glasses to mirrored shades once he joined the Air Force? He probably always wore the aviator shades. Okay. You know? Okay. Do you own a pair of aviators? Like, is that a thing? Like, I do own several. <laughs> All right. I own several pairs, sir. They have different shades. Would you like They're, polarized or not? They non are a quality sunglass. Yeah. I, sunglass. That's yeah. like a pant. They're a quality sunglass. I can't pull them off and won't ever bother. Is you have a certain head shape. A pair, you can't a say sunglass? pair of sunglasses, a quality sunglass. Well, those yeah. are like the pants. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah, pants, said. sunglasses. That's a very singular one pair, a pair of sunglasses. You could say if you were at a, if you were at a yes. shop, you could say that is a, that is a quality pant. I don't think you can. Yeah, you can. A quality pair of pants <laughs> or trousers. You'll see it like in descriptions online. Really? Yeah. Where? I can can you put it in the show notes? I'll, I'll, I'll find some and put it in the show <laughs> because notes. Yeah. that that is a, I've never ever seen that. Yeah. Not not saying it doesn't exist. It I'm not I'm not calling yeah. you a liar. It's mostly when people. It. It's mostly at like hoity toity shops. Okay, that would be proper though. So like I would like is, to see it. I've never a, you know this fine corduroy pant. I I've never seen that. Yeah, don't write Wait. something either and make it up. All right, what if I already did in my head? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he becomes the wing commander um, at Canadian Forces Base Trenton, um, which is their largest Air Force base, correct? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like a hot shit Air Force base, which I thought was odd in the interview mm. that – which I didn't know if this is the case in the in the U.S. Air Force as well. I'm sure it's different everywhere. But I found it odd that he was the base commander, but while he was getting interrogated, he was talking about the fact that he's still currently flying flights. Oh, yeah. No, that happens. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we get generals, uh, people who are commands of, an, of the entire National Guard or the entire Air Force, and they still maintain their flying status. They don't fly huh. often. Okay. But they do still maintain that. So they have to, they have to fly. Uh, yeah. Right? They have to fly. To so you think it time. might be more rare that he flies, but oh, yeah, he does sure. still fly? Okay. Because yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he made it sound like he was still just, he was like, because one of the murder victims, he was like, yeah, you know, when she first came to the base, he was on, she was on my crew. We took a flight together. Yeah. Like it, he, uh, the, it sounded like he was still flying regular. I mean, that was just my reading into it. No, but. I mean, unless Canada does something different, which I highly doubt, right, the higher you right. get in rank as an aviator, the less you're going to actually fly and the more administrative. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, be in so, so it was probably just keeping up the, the he maybe keeping be, up the skill. I mean, he so, might have yeah. done personal right. flights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could have done personal things. And plus, I mean, in the back of your mind, <clears throat> if you're a pilot in the Air Force, you have to keep in mind, I need to keep up my skills so that even when I become like a, a crazy drunk or the president of the United States, I can still fly a fighter jet against the aliens when they invade. Right. Yeah, and you got to remember, too, like he flew VIP planes. Right. So he wasn't like doing a fighter jet or he wasn't flying cargo no, 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 around. No, no, no. It was important people, ambassadors, the right. fucking Queen of England. Yeah, the prime know. minister. Yeah. The, yeah so yeah, yeah. obviously, if, if you're the, the commander of the base and you know the fucking Queen of England or the ambassador right. or the prime minister is coming, you're going to want to You're going to be like, maybe, yeah, yeah, put me on there. Maybe yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. he got started. Maybe it's the whole Epstein fucking creepy pizza game thing they were like hey you know we have this thing where we fucking steal panties and like fuck with kids oh, so he got he yeah, got he into got, some eyes wide shut there <laughs> yeah like flights yeah. the royal family introduced him into it. fucking yeah. pedophilia ring yeah it yeah. wasn't even just, his fault that's why he started so late he just yeah. didn't meet the right people yeah yet. right yeah yeah so um jessica lloyd um a, a woman named jessica lloyd vanishes in january of 2010 and um the 
and it's in the same town, not far from this guy's uh, place house. And, um, they end up identifying, uh, tire tracks, um, near her house and they end up identifying footprints. Um, I'm guessing in the snow. Like, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a, boot, yeah. a, boot, a Buddha January. size nine. Yeah. Yeah. It was confusing. Yeah. This boot is a Buddha size nine. <laughs> well, yeah. And if you watch the documentaries and everything, they initially didn't know about the tire tracks or the footprints because it wasn't until somebody who was driving past her house the night she disappeared mm-hmm. happened to notice that there was some silver white SUV parked in the woods, right. kind of isolated from this one house that was in the middle yeah, they of the that was on also. their way home every night and yeah. it, was, it stood out because it was parked like precariously too it was like off off to the side or something it looked suspicious right so it wasn't until there was a police investigation that the people noticed oh shit something's going on at this house and we happened to notice you know last week that there was a fucking suv there right they reported to the cops and that's when they're like oh tire tracks right and then but even then it's kind of fishy and weird because <clears throat> this guy has two houses Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a house in a different town and he's got the house that he lives in with his wife. Cause I think they had just recently moved. So my guess is the other house just hadn't sold yet or something. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and he had two cars. He normally drove a BMW every day, but then he had this SUV as well. The Pathfinder. Um, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but they, uh, end up looking at the tire treads. They figure out that it's a Pathfinder. Um, they match the tire treads, uh, near, uh, his, uh, her home to this guy and, um, well, they, they start canvassing the area and pulling over vehicles, just checking. Right. right. They and set it up as like a drunk driving. Yeah. Check, right. Allegedly. Right. And but so they he, were really checking people's tires. He right. got pulled over calm and cool. And it was a 90 second stop. Thought he was fucking cool, but they were like tire, 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 like taking pictures of the tires right. as they were going by and, uh, let him go. But immediately he was on surveillance. Like, Oh shit, this is a match for the tire. Right. Yeah. And they're like, have a nice day, sir. And let him go. But then that was, they were on the fucking radar. He didn't know it, but and it he looks was in like trouble the, at that point. And it looks, it looked in the interview that they had his footprints from the site, yes. but it looks like they took a photocopy of the same shoes at the police station before he pulled the his shoes yeah. off. So here's, yeah, when he was at the interrogation. He the, wore them. Yeah, he wore those same <laughs> boots that he wore that night to the interrogation. And the- yeah, you're fucking up, dude. Yeah, you know, that detective's like, well, okay, what, what will you give me? This was part of the interrogation. Like, what will you give me to, to be able to write you off or to check you off as, a, you know, not a suspect anymore? And he's like, well, what do you want? And he's like, oh, you know, blood sample, you know, something, the fingerprint. Shoe trim. Shoe, what, yeah, shoe uh, footwear impressions. And as soon as he said that, the dude Russell looks down. down. He looks down and he's like, fuck. Okay. You know, I'll do the blood. Still, still thinking he was going to get out of it at that <laughs> right, point. Right. And then this was sort of, that was the beginning of the breaking of Russell during the interrogation was right. when he came in with the footwear imprint that he had just given them on the oh, boots yeah, yeah, that he yeah. wore to the station. Yeah. To compare to the footprints in the snow. No, those footprints fuck him up. He gets lost in those footprints forever. Yeah. Like the cop keeps asking him questions. He's not talking. He's just kind of nodding and staring at these footprints like, oh, Fuck. What's yeah. awesome? <laughs> like what's awesome is, ever, yeah. The interrogator forever. is bluffing through a lot of that, and that's the other thing. I got to find that video. Um, is it shows like he goes and he says, "Yeah, we actually have a world-renowned like shoe print specialist by the name of like John fucking Smith." Yeah, right, he was right? saying like footwear is just like fingerprints. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, and he they're says like, that over and over. And all, yeah. No, it's not. Like it shows up here. This is not true. Um, that's actually the officer that just took the photocopy for him. He's like, "Hey, take a photocopy of the shoe. I'm gonna come back hysterical. in." So some dude just yeah. makes a fucking <laughs> photocopy of it, gives it back, he's and he's like, "I'm gonna tell." 
become your world-renowned yeah. expert. So he goes back in there. He's like, yeah, we have one of the top world-renowned experts. They're going to spend $10 million on this investigation. They're not saying no to anything. We have we have and this he, fucking place at our... I mean, technically, though, you could because, it, you know, if he has a fucking cut... A chip out a of chip it. in a yeah. specific part yeah. of the sole yeah. of the shoe. But he was like, bluffing. You really like, could, yeah. It was just his buddy took a photocopy oh, for, sure, for him. Yeah. Yeah. But and, then he, and he sold it well because I didn't know that was yeah. a bluff because he even kept saying, like, you know, we've got that and we've got, like, a, an amazing guy that matches tire treads. Right. And they're working on it right now. And it could be as early as tonight. It could be two or three days from now, yep. but they will complete their analysis. And if you haven't cooperated with us, then yeah. it's too late for us to do anything. My, my problem with and he just was, kept saying that over and over, like it, like any minute now. How they does could it help him if he cooperates? Cops always say that too. When they, on the cop shows, they're like, "Hey because man, shows, am I going to find anything in here? I'd rather you cooperate with me so I can yeah. try to help you out." And it's like, how is that going to help me in well, any way? If I just here's tell how because they could give you a deal. Exactly. They that's exactly. I mean, think of how many serial killer profiles we've done where the serial killer finally confesses for a better cell or for a lighter sentence or to get these mur or take the death they, penalty they don't off. Don't do this for him. You know, though. take yeah. the death penalty off. But still, like that's in the culture. That's right. in the mindset. You feel like you know, go easy on me. And the thing is, the thing that finally breaks him on the interrogation is he says that he doesn't want he doesn't want his wife to be put through a bunch of stuff. And I think he's thinking if I just tell him everything, they're not gonna fucking destroy my house and pull yeah. her into all right. this. I'm just gonna give them everything and it's gonna make her life. And I kind of wonder was the search warrant really being served was his car seized was that shit really happening real time from what i read yeah. yes okay. it probably was the warrants yeah. were out there they, they were him up his in, wife's house yeah if they have him yeah. in there they have probable cause they said they pulled to, him in they yeah. searched both houses seized his fucking yeah. car yeah had his wife so on the couch the, the guy's getting information probably right. as he's interrogating this guy in 10 right. hours right. yeah right. Because at that point, they, yeah, they knew they had their man because to take they a step back. They found the drawer of panties. Right. Well, you know to what stay, I mean? Like, yeah, because <laughs> when they, they stopped him that night during the traffic stop, they noticed his tires matched mm -hmm. the tires in the field. Then they go back and they look and they say, okay, we got this guy, but oh, fuck. In the same neighborhood where he lives, like there have been 25 fucking break-ins. Right by right. his house. Yeah, right. and two sexual assaults. Oh, and by the way, one of the other women that he flies with was murdered last month. Right. So right. that's yeah, when they start putting like, all this boom, together. Connection. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Which, what kind of dumbass are you? Even if you're going to do fucking break-in panty raids, don't you drive to a different neighborhood or some yeah, shit? Yeah, no. Like, this was like his like, immediate yeah, next-door yeah. neighbors and a ton well, of houses maybe, in his maybe that was that's the thinking, though. Maybe that was the thinking, though. Like, why would I rob my own fucking neighbor? Right. It might have been ego fuck he, too he you know felt I mean? so in invincible because he's like who's gonna fuck with me I'm the fucking colonel no one will ever think he might me. have been like fucking neighborhood Joe too yeah, and like yeah. I mean if everybody like they're having you know I don't know Bastille Day I don't know what they just a party not the 4th party. of July but let's say it's some big fucking block party in the a summer party. you know yeah. And like the rock like about been into everybody's yeah. houses and they all know him and he's super charismatic. It would be a lot easier to break into fucking that guy's yeah. house. Cause I've already been in there for barbecue. Leave a window and, open or, or I know exactly yeah. where his daughter's room is. Like I could, even if I get busted in the house, I could be like, dude, I saw someone in your house and I can't like, it's like, Oh, well that's fucking Russell. Like right. he's not taking my daughter's panties. He must've <laughs> actually seen a burglar. Yeah. Like, you know, um, that's funny. Yeah. I saw, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw I an interview that. where they uh, were talking to the girl, like a 15 year old girl, and they were showing the parents, and they were like, "Oh, they were just, oh man." I, they were like, "Yeah, they said the police said they found DNA on my daughter's dresser." So yeah, but you know like, what that means? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> jerked off in front yeah. of her dresser. Oh yeah. God, I thought he sneezed. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, 
It was cum, Dave. Oh. How many? How many? <laughs> how many? Are they calling like? Was he rape? He was raping women. So he uh, he raped two women in his okay. neighborhood. Yeah, I thought they, they, only, were, they weren't the young. He only kids, raped right? the ones he killed, right? He selected. No, no, he sexually there were, there assaulted because well, one of them he tied up and he squeezed her boob. He knocked her out. He tied her up. He squeezed her boobs assault. and he left. Yeah. So it wasn't. A, I think the first two were sexual assaults, but they weren't rapes. All right. So I don't think he actually penetrated. Right, no, but right. yeah, tied him up, yeah. stripped him down. Yeah, fucked him up like for sure. Yeah, yeah. But the only two that he actually raped were the two that he murdered. And in yeah. the interview and in the interrogation during like, he's like, yeah, no, she did oral. I did. I did oral. I penetrated her. But then he never says he came. He said he never ejaculated because apparently the only way he does that is rolling around the bed in 12 year old. That panties. happens. Like, yeah. 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 I mean, that, you get that way. Not to be confused with old panties. These are panties owned by a 12 year old, not 12 year old panties. Right. He doesn't do antique, right. antique yeah, panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He could though. There's <laughs> yeah. a big market for yeah. antiquing <laughs> with panties. So these are vintage panties. Look at these. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can almost see the bush in them. You'd be into those. Yeah. 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 So at There's a certain a point imprint. in the in the uh, interrogation, he says, like it, like I said, to me, it was that moment when he says, call me Russ, please. And I was yeah. like, you're fucked. Like, you just lost. And then not long after that, um, he's just sitting there and the cop keeps saying, like, what what are you struggling with? Like, what's the issue you're struggling with? Like, tell me something like what's what's the struggle you're having? Mm-hmm. And then he finally just says, it's hard to believe this is happening. Yeah. And he says that like twice and loosen the pickle jar. The right cop there. is like, yeah. why is that? And then he just says again, like, it's hard to believe this is happening. And at that point, the, and again, the cop is still taking his sweet time. Right. He's still dancing the ninja. Because dance. he don't want to try and force point. it at that point. Yeah. yeah. He's at gonna, any point, he's he could have just been like, yeah, I want to go talk to a lawyer. Yeah. Now. He could have done that. Yeah. But this Anytime. cop kept him so comfortable yeah he did and he just strung him along and but then he he keeps on that question like what like why is that why are you struggling and then he finally says i want to end i want to quote i want to minimize the impact on my wife yeah and like a fucking baller the cop says so do i yeah. Like just a me- so sincerely, right. just an immediate reaction. And then at he, that point, he knows they both know. Right, exactly. Like the cop knows. He knows yeah. he knows. Like and then it's just, he says, so do I. And then Russell says, so how do we do that? And he's like, you know, let's get we started. We start with being yeah. honest. Yeah. That's what yeah. he said, yeah. Yep. And he, he, he like the first he thing, asking, he, the the first thing he led with was her. like, I'm doing this out of respect and honesty. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm going to show you nothing but respect. And then at about this point, he starts to play that card again. Yeah. And he's like, remember, like like I said at the very beginning, like this is all about respect. Like I'm respecting you. I hope you're going to respect me. And it's just fucking this guy. He flips the switch a little when he comes back in because he right. says. Yeah, he went a little bad cop at that point. Yeah, he, said, he said the problem that I'm having is every time I come out of this room, when I come back in, more things are pointing at you. And he just starts to like lay down the things, the tire track, the boot print, your neighborhood. You knew this girl. Right. You met her before. You know, uh, he's like, I know when we come back and we're going to get this DNA off the back of her neck, we got this DNA specialist. It's going to match you. Which we'll probably both, get tonight. Yeah. He's like, you and I both know like this. two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he laid down. Right now they're searching your house. Right now they're searching the other house. Right now they've seized your vehicle. We both know they're going to find evidence of all this stuff. See, but you said it though there. He's, he's not including. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They're yeah. doing all this shit. Brilliant. And yeah. they're doing said, all these things. I'm, I'm here giving you what they're doing. Right. I'm telling you yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And he even I, said, like, it's out of my hands. Yeah. Right. You know, I, yeah. I'm just I here. Like, it. are we going to yeah. talk about this? What should or, we you know, do? Yeah, yeah. What should we right. do? Yeah. He's putting himself in like their buddies. Yeah. With empathy. That's where you said, where he says, call me Russ. Yeah. He, he, he figured, well, Help we're me, friends now, you know, like it's this thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And his whole body language changes when he says, call me Russ, please. It was just like, 
like it was just like utter defeat at that moment. Like he already knew. Ultimately, no, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, unconsciously, he knew he was going to confess at that moment. No, I think I think he knew. Like I think he's he's clearing the air. Right. You know, like how long would it take you to sit there and confess to a murder? You'd be like, at first, like I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And then pretty soon, you're like, well, you know, what can you do for me? You know, you haven't said it yet, but what can you do for me is admitting. I made it through the whole. I made it through the whole interview. Yeah, I did too. I haven't had a problem. But neither. It's it's you know. Yeah. I'm saying but, for a regular person. Right. So then at that point he's like he like even the way he gets her to confess is kind of like like yeah, a yeah, roundabout yeah. confession because he's like so um like he asked about images. Like, do you have images? No, I think it was where's the where are we going to find her body? Like, do you, can he you show me Jessica's where to find the body? body. Did he ask yeah. about the body said, before where, the images? Yeah, where is the body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. oh, that, the body that was first. the okay. breaking point okay. where he yeah. just kept tell talking. Me, he wouldn't give him tell anything. me where to find the body. And then eventually he's just like, give me a map. You got a map? Yep. Yeah, you got a it. map. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, what kind of map do I need? And he's like, something that covers this area to this area. And he's like, let me see what I got. And flips open that book. He's got all his magic footprints in. Um, and that was fucking it. He's like right here. It's like behind a rock or some shit. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Immediately Oof. dudes are going out and yeah. finding and he it. Sh- yeah. He shows them the, the, you know, show, shows the, the map and then just starts asking like basic questions. Like, so, you know, uh, is, is, is the she, body on the surface? Inside, or? outside, yeah. she yeah. wearing yeah. clothes. Yeah. And he was just very matter of yeah. fact about like all a, of those answers. Covered up in like a gray thing. Yeah. Now, <laughs> did you see the interview with his neighbor? Mm-mm. regarding that so he had this neighbor who was actually after the second sexual assault in his neighborhood this neighbor john something or other mr rogers yeah he got arrested because oh, I they see thought that. they thought he was the one who oh, did it, his shit. neighbor and eventually he was exonerated but the morning that he dropped jessica lloyd's body in those woods he saw the neighbor outside he's like hey man where was it that you said that you used to go hunting all the time he's like oh just right off this intersection and that's where he ended up dumping oh, the body. Wow. he was gonna to try to frame dirty. his neighbor for dirty him. dirty but wow. the beauty of that interrogation was he never got that opportunity yeah. like right. he never right. asked him about his neighbor or anything else he just then then the, the neighbor said he was up. fucked publicly though like even though like oh, it later yeah. came out when it finally got big, they're like, okay, but his like his, his image was still yeah, marred. Like, oh, that's a creepy old man that fucked that yeah. lady. Like, yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> he him. never he did it. He can't yeah, take it back. Yeah. But so he wow. gets he gets him to confess about the other crimes because of the pictures. So he's like, you have pictures, and then he's like, Yeah, I do, and they're on two thumb drives here. And he even says a couple of times, like, I've erased them, but I know you guys can find everything that's on the thumb drives. Yeah. You know, and the at this point the cop isn't even sitting down anymore. And he's he's like, um, so you'll so uh Jessica Lloyd's pictures are on there, and he's like, Yes. Um, and he's like, and our I forget the other girl. Mary Franz. Yeah, like Cor- and Cor- her Cor- pictures Mayo. are on there yeah. as well, and there's like a pause, and he's like, Yes. yes. And then he asks about, and the other two from the neighborhood, are their pictures on there as well? Yes. Yep. And it's just like, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like you just, so the, the pictures were a great way for him to get the guy to confess the other murders. Yeah. Cause you're not psychologically confessing to murders. You're confessing to photos that are on your right. thumb drive. Pictures like there. it's just a different yeah. type. It's a different level and of it's psychology. It's crazy how like confession. methodically and category, like he had everything organized perfectly for them. He's like, here's these, these are labeled. This is yeah. from this girl. This yep. is her panties. This is her picture. Yeah. Like he had all yeah, the evidence. Just fucking and that was the problem is because of his background ground because of how right, he was right. he fucking did it to himself yeah. you know now did you guys see the pictures of him in the oh, lingerie yeah. oh how can you not see those pictures which is how can pretty, you unsee which is fucking great <laughs> by the way of the you know because obviously the police department released those yeah. right and, and it was so you're, hundreds you're, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. That's all we needed to hear. See, <laughs> no, but it was, it was so yeah. fucking brilliant and fucked up at the same time. Oh, yeah. that they're just like, yeah, we'll just release all these pictures of yeah. this fucking rapist murderer yeah. with all this underwear and shit on. And it the funny was, thing is, like, there, there's only two poses in all of the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the one pose is like the manly front stare grit down, <laughs> like he like he's in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just, the, the other pose is the over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's showing he's showing both his sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I mean, that's the yeah. genius of it. Like, he was just looking. Back and to my, frame the camera. He was yeah. a photographer. Yeah. My question is: Is he like going home and jerking off to these pictures at this point? Probably. Like, Obviously, the really thousands of them. Probably. Yeah. yeah if you have, if you're taking the pictures, you you need them. You I know think what's yeah. happening yeah. is like yeah. it's very high risk, and the, it's the cost is high to break in and steal panties again. Yeah. So he's probably trying to relive that moment. You know. Well, it mean? would be. It would be. It would probably be like if you think about it, like if something turns you on, you know what I mean, like something your wife did or your significant other did, you could think about that moment that you had right. and re and get off from it again. You know what I mean? Like people do that. So it would be the same thing. Yeah. The high risk of it. And probably after he got bored of one thing, like he, you need that next fix. Right. You know and what if I mean, you so follow, that's when you, you know, yeah, you, you start getting the, okay, well that, now he, that's how I got to wrench porn. Like I'd yeah. never seen that before. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you I had follow the, the timeline of, yeah. of what happened here. Yeah. Everything escalates and it starts yeah. escalating very quickly, very quickly yeah. from the break-ins yep. to eventually the sexual assaults where he tied the, the women to the chair and yep. then a month after that is his first murder and then the next murder is less than a month after that. There's and, that's, and that's classic for serial killers too. Like it, like a lot of them do some break-ins and do right. some voyeur stuff right. and then all of a sudden they get a kill, you yeah. know what I mean? And then all, or the, or the tie up and the, and the rape and then they leave and they get scared off by something. And then the next one's the kill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then it just gets fucking worse. From there's there. 48 specific cases of him breaking into it, There's 48 cases put against him for breaking yeah. and entering. Yeah. In 82 occasions. <laughs> yeah. Right. So obviously he did some houses multiple times. Yeah. And then there were the two. That'd be uh, shitty. Uh, you'd feel really violated you yeah. know, as a person. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know, a father or mother or whoever, you know, this home. And it's like somebody's fucking broke in like multiple times and raided a panty drawer. Yeah. Like fuck, and, and that was you know. the thing too is he broke into certain houses multiple times, including some of the women that he assaulted. Yeah, yeah. he went back to the yeah. house yeah. in subsequent fuck. days. That's got his friend. Yeah. He went to his friend's house and stole his friend's daughter's panties. Yeah, yeah. like people that he, they like did have barbecues and. Yeah. I just want to put this out. This guy's got a problem. <laughs> yes, <he laughs> clearly, I, I, and obviously it fucked him. Like once he realized that his dream of keeping his wife from learning all this stuff went south, they had to put him on suicide watch in his jail cell because he tried to kill himself by choking himself with toilet paper rolls. Yeah. Oof. I do. I thought about like that. He I tried like, he tried to suffocate Ugh. himself. Oh, he's trying to shove Dude, him down. Yeah. Think about you yeah. swallow a Dorito sideways and you're like, oh my fucking yeah. God, I'm going to die. One time I took an airborne and At I that like, point though, you know, the that's the worst, dude. Have you done that? Oh, oh my the God. Chunk, the chunk. Fucking, and it just burns like fucking hell. <laughs> it's like Pop Rocks. You swallow Pop Rocks. Dude, it's, it's so worst. scary. Dude. Like his airborns are so fucking slow to dissolve. If you did that with an Alka-Seltzer, you'd be done in 20 yeah. seconds. Yeah. But an airborne, you got like five minutes that feels like five hours. It's like a sharp ice well, chunk. You just know you're there, swallowing, like swallowing. It's just like a lump right there. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. It's not going to go away. And you're meanwhile, it just, it's just burning yes, the inside bubbling. of your yeah. throat. Yeah. I, I, I mean, look at it now, though. I mean, look at people like there's women on Facebook. There's women on Craigslist or whatever the fuck's out there now. They're selling used panties, mm -hmm. eBay. I mean, whatever the fuck you can get them on. Probably fucking black market shit. There's people out there who won't go to the extreme of breaking into somebody's home. And stealing panties. Right. But they're 
right on that fucking line buy the where panties. they're buying panties for a hundred dollars yeah. of some chick that I, left a fucking wet stain in it. You I know knew what I mean? someone. Uh, I'm just glad the fans send them because I don't have to do either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. A friend of a friend easy. of mine in college paid like paid her rent by selling quote unquote used underwear stockings and socks yeah. to people. There's yeah. a chick on Instagram and that sells bath water. Here's the thing though. None <laughs> of it like I mean it was all I'll used in the water. sense it was all used in the sense that she went to fucking Goodwill and bought a bunch of used socks oh, and panties. No. But she created a, a scent. She created a chemical mixture mm-hmm. that smelled like your crotch and smelled like feet. Oh, you mean starfish? And she, and she would spray it on. And she like <laughs> she she showed me a bottle of the foot one, uh-huh. and it smelled like dirty feet. And it was like this perfect. It was like I don't know, fucking cumin and vinegar and something. And it's like it smelled exactly like dirty feet. Gave her and dog a just, bath and let the runoff. She go would in there. spritz it on these socks and put them in a ziploc and ship them off to people and sell some fucking one dollar pair of Goodwill socks for fifty bucks. Yeah. And she just I shipped them off all the fucking time. Never do it if that was my fetish because you don't know what you're jerking off to. Yeah. You're yeah. just snorting some 40 year old dude's the, fucking. This yeah. is the problem though, is like at that point, when you're at that level, like Jason's at, yeah. uh, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really matter at that point. It's the it's the illusion of what it is. Right. You know, it's just right. like watching porn. Yeah. You know, people watch porn, it's the illusion that you know what I mean? You have POV stuff where it's point of view stuff. It's the right. illusion that somebody's there. It's the illusion that, you know, you're, you're pretending to be this person or whatever the fuck's going on in your head. Everybody's different. But uh, at that point, it doesn't really matter what happens with it in real life. It's what you think happened. Brian right. Ross got uh, caught jerking off uh, to POV three with 3D goggles on. He was just butt ass naked. In well, because picture. you can't he see head- anything. And he had headphones on. He had headphones and the goggles on or some shit. And he was just jerking off to 3D porn. He went through a whole phase. And his girl walked oh, in behind him and just fucking laughed. Why are you doing that? Why are you? Well, you oh put the goggles. You know. God. Yeah. He was bragging. Talking no, about it on social do? media for a while that yeah. it was just like the best thing ever. That's <laughs> that's especially dangerous in the world of cell phones. You just lock your door. Because now least. someone's just going to uh, record your she ass. Yeah, she should have just fucking <laughs> hit the fucking record button and just fucking had him fucking spanking it out. I like think this. she just took her clothes off or something. It was a, it was a better ending. It was yeah, a that is that's, a much yeah. better ending. Wow, yeah. that's I have a, my other buddy, since I'm calling out people for getting caught jerking off, I have my got caught jerking off story too, but um, <laughs> my buddy Chris Fenton, um, he's a super stoner and and yeah. he would come home and get off work and he would get super ripped and then fucking sit on the couch all stoned and jerk off. Yeah. But he fucking like one time he jerked off and didn't even clean up. He was just sitting there because he was fucking so stoned. And he passed out. He fucking passed out. Yeah. Not cleaned up. <laughs> limp dick, dick in his, in his hand. hand. And his fucking his girlfriend came home from work and just stood in the doorway and laughed until he woke up. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. No picture though. Yeah, yeah. no picture. Yeah, that's yeah. fuck. Yeah. That's a black. That. That's a blackmail picture. Yeah, you know fuck what I mean? yeah, like, it is. Send that to the Sofa King yeah, podcast. This, send that this, to Jimmy D's tease. So Russell Williams, Williams, right? Williams. Yeah, Russell Williams. He so like yeah. The houses he's breaking into, like <laughs> the youngest girl was nine. Ooh. Um, one of the girls was twelve, and I think this was probably where the first escalation started was with this twelve-year-old because he broke into her computer and just left a random note that said "Merci." 
for thank you, uh, which was probably the first time ugh. he was elevating things because yeah. at that point just interacting. I mean, when do you? Enough. Yeah, and, and like he, like the women he killed were older. Like, how old were the sexual? No, assaults? one of them was twenty-one or something. Well, the sexual, know, the sexual know, assault of yeah. age, of age. The sexual assaults were in their twenties, and this was in September of two thousand. Yeah, and then the murders. One girl was thirty-seven, and the other one was what? The other one was twenty-nine or something like that. So, uh, his colleague uh, Marie France Camo was thirty-seven. Yeah. Um, and then Jessica Lloyd was 27. So a little, little older, you he know, said that he's 12 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He, but when does that come into play? Yeah, you know right. what I mean? At what like, point does it at what point, to at what point does it evolve to going younger? You know, right. Like, and at the, if you watch the interrogation to the very end, one of the last things that that John Smith guy asks him is like, if Russell, if you had not come on our radar, you know, if we did not bring you in here today, would this have happened again? And Russell, he basically said, I was hoping not, but I don't know. Yeah, that would have happened. Yeah. Yeah, he, For so, sure. he had yeah. the bug. Like well, there was like, no yeah. you know, some serial killers, it's like a year in between. Right. Mm. But they gotta do it again. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And then but it might his, be a year or two, and then it's like fucking something the they can't pace hold of, it out. The anymore. pace of his escalation, I think he was still figuring it out. I right. think I think it would have been one or two more murders until it was twelve year old girls in this sweet spot that he wanted. Yeah. Well, you went and from then 44, he might have been able to be meticulous. Well, you went from thirty seven to twenty seven. Right. Next to seventeen. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he might have been borderline on that. And then right. it's, and then it's fucking, because I think there, there's a difference between, you know, like killing, killing. I mean, obviously, killing somebody is going to be hard to do, even if you want to do it. You know, you see movies or you see, you know, real life where people struggle with it and they finally end up doing it. Mm. Um, the other thing is, you know, can you kill a child? As a, an adult, right. one thing, right. a child is another thing, especially right. when you have children yeah. or you're around children. So, uh, I think that's the that's the struggle, you know. Even if he wanted it, he would have to build up to it, yeah, for and work sure. down. And for I think sure. he was kind of doing. Yeah, that. I think he was. Like you said, I that's the pattern. Was. And you know, thirty-seven, twenty-seven, in seventeen. The, yeah. The part that I watch when he talks about Jessica Lloyd, he says that he just happened to be like walking through the neighborhood and saw her through the window on the treadmill. Yeah. And then the very next night, broke into her house. Yeah. And because what do you do? What do you do when he saw her on the treadmill? He was already beating it off in the street. Probably. probably. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next night, I think he saw her on a Wednesday. He broke into her house on a Thursday and he abducted her on a Friday and then took her, took him to his uh, other house out of town. Um, I think he raped that, her there. He tells that story in detail. In the yeah, he does. Hits her in the back of the head. His plan was to hit her in the back of the head with the, with a, uh, flashlight flashlight. And I forget what his plan was at that point. But when he did like her fucking skull collapsed yeah. and, and he had her heart as fuck. And she was like on the ground bleeding all over the floor. So he strangled her to death. Mm-hmm. And then he, he even tells the interrogator like, Oh, you'll find all the evidence there. And he was like, so if I walked in, I'll see the blood. And he was like, no, I cleaned it up, but you're going to find it. Like, yeah. you're fucking welcome that's to the forensics. one he took to the other like, house and everything, right? Took yeah. her to the other house. Dude, he talks about stuff. her. Like they, like she was very aware during a lot of it. They took a nap together. I was like, they took a nap together. You're well, sleeping? yeah, she yeah. was restrained the whole time. Yeah, obviously. exactly. And yeah. so they sleep and then she wanted it. Her. I think he took a nap <laughs> next mean, to her. On. She yeah. collapsed out of fear and yeah. exhaustion. No, she wanted it. But he like made her food and then he kind of acted like he was going to let her go and untied her and shit and then clubbed her in the back of the head. And apparently she was having seizures yeah he talks about that too at one point she said um and apparently this is in a videotape that this he made. is gut-wrenching she says i don't want to die please and then uh keeps crying and 
uh, he's dressing her. I think he's untying her and he's getting her dressed and she's saying, I don't want to die. And she says, if I die, will you make sure my mom knows that I love her? And then like a couple hours later, he fucking strangled her to death. And apparently like what the article that I read talked about when they played that video in the court and her family was in the courtroom, like, listen, fuck. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, That'd be rough to watch. But yeah, and then he just Here like, uh, her body was still in the house, I believe. Yeah, he left her in his garage yeah. for a and day. Then, and went yeah. back to work, did his whole thing, went back home, um, and then went out, you know, the next time with the gray tarp thing that he covers her up with and dumps yeah. her out in the woods. Yeah. Um, and so he ends up uh, uh, getting sentenced and he gets... Um, two concurrent life sentences with no chance of parole for 25 years. So 25 years, he might be able to get parole. That's kind of weird. Um, that is kind of weird. I don't know what the Canadian justice system is like, or if I doubt they're super impacted, like the States are where 25 years means fucking three months or something <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. like odds are. Uh, so, but two concurrent life sentences with a chance for parole in 25 years, um, and then I read one article that one of the women who was, uh, so she was attacked, stripped naked at knife point and ordered to pose in lingerie for pictures two yep. weeks before the first murder. Um, her name was, uh, Lori Massacote and, um, she ended up fucking throwing shade at the wife and saying that she was aware that the husband was doing these breaking and enterings and doing all this stuff and said that he was gaining financially from his illegal activities because once he was arrested and all that stuff, she would inherit both of the houses. Well, she was getting financial. And she yeah. was getting financial help from this and all this stuff. And the wife was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But she was like levying these charges against the wife. I don't know. She I mean, sold like, all the panties on Craigslist. Yeah. yeah they yeah. weren't like formal charges or anything, but she did say the wife knew. I wonder how, I wonder um, why right. she said that. I wonder if he led her to believe something, saying something. I don't know. You know like I need these pictures yeah. from my wife. I, I read it was all right. un- unsubstantial. Right, yeah. exactly. This, but yeah. still, though, I wonder know. if it just was if it was just out of not true, out of anger and revenge. Yeah. If Could it be. was out of fuck this, I'm getting mine. Like I'm going to sue that bitch and get one of the houses. Like, yeah, I well, mean, maybe. Yeah. What's even more fucked up is remember that neighbor I was talking about that he tried to frame and uh-huh. who was arrested for the sexual assaults. At yeah. one His name point? was Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he Mr. Rogers. He sued both Russell Williams, the local police. And that woman that was sexually assaulted, that second woman, <laughs> what because, the fuck? because of her testimony, she or her should have said he didn't police, do it. Oh, yeah. right, shit. led them to this guy. Yeah, when right. it, obviously, when it wasn't him, so right. th- that's fucked up that he's suing the sexual assault victim right. because you know right. she made these statements. Yeah. And yeah. somehow it led to him. Well, it's also but, fucked up that like he's just living his life and fucking doing normal shit right. and got yeah. accused. Right. Was like in the newspaper, cops came to his house, like yeah. you yeah. know, fucked his life up, and they thought. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't sue the victim probably, but. Yeah. Uh, unless she was like, yeah, it's him. I recognize him. Yeah. You know I mean? he, they bring in the lineup and she pointed him out, yeah. you know, right. like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. He had a hunting rifle. I saw him. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, a, it's a, like, again, I think he was a serial killer <clears throat> caught early. Yeah. Um, I they think asked that, him and he said, I, I was hoping not. They said, yeah, had we not that, caught him. He yeah, said yeah. that you were oh, on okay. the phone. Yeah. I was fixing yeah. this shit. <laughs> 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 you guys love it yeah. when that happens. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> We we take any shot oh, we can get. Yeah. We gotta get a Terry McGee or someone in here to press these fucking buttons. <laughs> Shit crashes sometimes. Yeah. 
No, you, I think you're actually sending a text. No, yeah. Well, because there was some drama because someone like shared a share party in the fucking some other group and somehow you were able to see the stuff. So oh, I was trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Good for them. So no more life for you. You get kicked out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think he was a, but he didn't, since they didn't tick the boxes in his childhood, I don't think he had the Jedi mind trick uh, serial killer powers that so many other ones had. He because didn't. He didn't because he, like he would any other like he, he would have gotten arrested and got let go. Yeah. 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 And then they would have picked yeah, him up later. Exactly. Like yeah. they would have been onto him and then they would have they, they would have really went after him. his neighbor. Yeah. You would have been reading the report and it was yeah. like after a 10 hour interview by Detective John Smith, they realized he wasn't their guy and they let him go. Like yeah. that's how right. it would have or been they, the they suspected they suspected, yeah. but they didn't get anything out of him. And right. then they let him go. They're going to keep him under surveillance. And then he still does some more shit. Kills two more women. Right. And then pull, they pull him back in. He gets out again. And then fucking, then they finally capture right, him. Like right. after somebody sees him doing something or something. So in, in the grand scheme of serial yeah. killers, he has two under his belt with two sexual assaults. That's like fucking child's play. Yeah, and I would, I would say like, he's a serial rapist or serial like fetishist gone, you, you know, into murder. You gone know what dark. I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Like he, he was dabbling, you know, but again, it did, there was no evidence or can like he confessed to just about everything. And there was no confession that, yeah, I've been dealing with, you know, I've been wearing my wife's panties for the last 15 years. Like there was no evidence of anything. He didn't it was want his like, wife. Boom, it started. Well, yeah. Like anything in college or anything no, else. It's yeah, just like, no. it started a couple months ago. I say it's like, it's the progression thing. You know what I mean? Like he got bored. And then the next thing was like, he probably saw something online you know what I mean? Like you start watching like. It's what happens know, when your wife quits giving you yeah, blowjobs. It's yeah, the yeah. like, I, you, you watch porn and you don't want That's fake porn. That's a warning porn. to all the ladies out yeah, there. Right. Yeah. You, you want, you don't want fake porn anymore. You want the real life, you know what I mean? Somebody home films, you know, and then you go from home films to watching through somebody's window. And right. then you're buying some mini blinds and placing bodies in fields. Right. And jerking looking, off in the park. And jerking off in the park. Here's yeah. the thing. So I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. If you would have chosen potatoes, none of this would have yeah, happened. It's yeah. true. Yep. He just would have he just would have gained twenty pounds and been so, well, no, technically been eating a lot of poutine. Technically <laughs> though, you could you could actually uh assault and murder somebody not have sex with them right the while you're eating the potatoes and masturbating happened. on them. the rapes would rapes wouldn't happen yeah. kills give jason job. the question though we gotta see that's the new guest what would he do? So the the ongoing oh, question yeah. is if you have a choice for the rest of your life. You can either keep eating potatoes for the rest of your life. In any form. In any form, okay. all forms, or have sex for the rest of your life. But never have potatoes. But never have potatoes. So you can either have potatoes or sex for the rest of you your life. You can still masturbate with the potatoes. You can still masturbate. You, you got to think about this. You though. can self-pleasure. Think about all the things you Don't like. just like, don't go with your gut yeah. reaction. Really think about it. Think about crispy French Think about fries. what you're losing. Think about mashed potatoes, au gratin. Yeah. You're eating KFC, like all, no potatoes. You know, so think about it yeah. for a second and yeah. then report. Do you, pref- do you choose <laughs> They feel like you're tilting the wrong way. They're going hard on you right no, now. No, I just, I always want, yeah. even the first time I pitched this to you guys, I even said, don't answer right away. Like, stop and think about it yeah do you choose the potatoes or the sex as a guy who tries to avoid carbs anyway <laughs> like i i don't know i i don't even think this is even a question obviously you take the sex see that was my choice too these men potatoes. it's two to two they, they chose potatoes potatoes yeah i chose really? sex. yeah i like to watch i mean among other things you're <laughs> you're 44 uh 43 in two weeks 43 in two weeks 20 years from now you can still eat potatoes yeah and your wiener might not work. That is true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the wheels yeah. are turning. Like, um, There's no evidence it works now. But. 
Yeah. <laughs> stick it in a limp. You got to push yeah. it in with your yeah. thumb. So you got to tape a, number two pencils to the side of it. Oh. There's a decent discussion in the fan group about, you know, and there's plenty of people who choose yeah. both. How is this yeah. even I'm a discussion? Gonna, I don't it's get because it. It is, man. Tons of people, like, it'll blow your mind, choose potatoes. Tons of people are team potato. We're, yeah. we're right here. Two yeah. of us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because potatoes are fucking amazing. Yeah. You know what else uh, blew my mind was, uh, once again, it's another Brian Ross story. That motherfucker put a question <laughs> on Facebook and said, do you reach around and stand up when you wipe your ass or do you reach through your <laughs> legs and wipe yeah. your ass? Yeah. I, it blew my mind. The how many fuck? people reach under? So you say what the fuck right now, yeah. but I'm very curious well, what your answer is because it, about right. the dirty Jawa reach under is what I'm talking <laughs> Thank about. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you don't just reach under? <laughs> no. no. See? He's got shitty balls, dude. <laughs> Yeah, is it a California? Yeah, I'm I'm going around. I'm going around yeah. the side. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going around. I use the, the, I'm I use going the around side. to Brown Town. Yeah, I'm not, I use the side in. I just kind of assumed everybody did it that way. Every, nobody taught you how to wipe your ass. It's the thing. It's this weird private. No, thing. he watched his mom. People develop. People develop That's stuff. <laughs> And so <laughs> that's what happens. Wow. Yeah. And it's such a weird private thing. It's not talked about that. Everyone just assumes everyone wipes their ass the same way. Yeah. That is funny. You know, you don't think about it, but yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Maybe. I mean, that's what makes this podcast maybe cohesive because we're all around the side. No, I've no, done my whole no, life. No, no. I was, I was. No. So you've always done the reach around. I've done. Yeah. yeah I've, I've done never done thought the there side, was another yeah. way. You yeah. go through the middle. No, fuck no. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Get angry. That story. <laughs> angry. Remember the story? No. About the, remember the story about the poop knife? Yeah. Oh yeah. The fucking guy yeah. takes the shit so big and he comes out. He's like, "Hey, where's your guys' poop knife at?" Yeah. And the guy's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I took a big ass turd, dude. It won't go down. I, just, I don't know where you guys keep your poop yes. knife. I saw the plunger. I don't see your poop knife." He's like, "What the fuck is a poop knife?" He's just like, "Oh, when the turd's too big, you know, it's like, like the one the knife you used to break it in half." He's like, what kind of fucking fiber does your family have over there? Just fucking just eat psyllium husk and sell it. The other question. Poop knives. The other question is, in your family, where do you keep the poop yeah, knife? On a hook by this by the plunger. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus, you couldn't yeah. find it anywhere. Like what, old what dirty there, poop knife. What What are the other like? That's a, like a legit question. Like that you don't like nobody talks about. It. Your friends don't talk about it, like, that. Like which way do you wipe your ass? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you sit down to piss? Well, you brought it up. Do you just crumble all the toilet well, paper no. or do you fold it? Yeah. yeah and that was yeah. a thing. Oh, what? that's a thing. Yeah. I, well, no. I so like it. stand up or sit down to piss. I know there's just a person. Shit, man. See, I know. It. I know. Yeah. It's all about the crumble. Yeah. And yeah. I fold. Yeah. We fold. Yeah. yeah. No, the crumble. So, there could be a fucking little uh, anthill fucking gap. Your fingers are going to get through there nope, or something. Doesn't happen. It's happened. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Ah, see. So, yeah. So the other thing is like, there's, I know, and I know this for a fact that I never thought about it. Some, there's men who sit down to pee. Oh, yeah. I've had a sleepy morning where I've done that shit well, before. Well, it's one thing, like, you think you have to shit or whatever, right. you know what I mean? But I've, I've never, like, said, like, that's my thing. Like, I go and I sit down and piss. And I'm looking at Jason because... <laughs> no. we- so. Remember when I was at the theater and the fucking the grown man pulled his pants to his ankles and pissed? Oh yeah, like but a in the urinal. And the urinal, he yeah. had his pants to his ankles, wearing a full business suit. <laughs> I was like, "Is it Dustin Hoffman? Is he fucking Rain Man?" And he's fucking pissing with his business pants at his ankles, and his butt cheeks are the bottom of his butt cheeks are hanging out <laughs> in the fucking theater, dude. And I go walk by and I thought I'm on MTV or some shit right now, dude. There's a hidden fucking I'm being camera. Pranked. So I start yeah. pissing, dude, and I fucking hear. <laughs> <laughs> and that fool squeezes one out 
and then reaches down and pulls his fucking pants up and walks out. And I was like, watch. I was like, he's walking normal. He's moving normal. He wasn't Robert what Downey Jr. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Downey Syndrome. Jr. Yeah. Nothing, dude. Nothing was fucking weird except for the fact that he just publicly farted in front of me with zero problems and wore his pants around his ankles. He farted he naked in front of you. His pants are around yeah. his ankles. And he I, I'm going to admit, I'm about 50-50 on this sitting down. Because when Dave's I, a long way from the toilet, though, he's like, how's the weather up there? He's yeah. Like He's six foot five. The other thing is, a lot of times once I start peeing, I immediately and irrevocably have to shit. If you have to shit at the same time, <laughs> yeah. it's OK. Yeah. But I'm saying, well, you no, I'm preemptively sit sitting down because Just in case it's like 50 50. I sit down because when I have to shit, I have to shit. It happens instantaneously and rapidly <laughs> and it's done. Yeah. Like I don't, an there's aggressive, no, there's an aggressive no, there's no like I'm going to sit and read a magazine. Or fucking ba- place he's banned from a few Denny's phone. restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There have been so, accidents. Yeah. So I sit on the as a preemptive move to the possibility that once some Something releases down yeah. there. Everything's releasing yeah. down there. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people the the potatoes are sexy. I think I think you're reacting too soon. You start thinking about it in your everyday life, and you're you're gonna realize we should form teams. We should yeah. like start a questionnaire. Yeah, in there team potatoes. Like, team potatoes are sex. Potato team sex. Crumble or yeah. fold. Yeah. yeah. Shitty balls or reach around. We can have fucking race car jerseys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of having like because uh, it seems to me with the, <laughs> with the fold, there's there's gonna be like some no. like the edge of your hands are gonna no. get something. No, you you, you you keep the fold. Yeah, it's it's a nice. Yeah, you can pad. even fold it again and go yeah. go for round yeah. two. Yeah. You can fold it over and go That's again. That's disgusting. No, is yours is disgusting. Yeah. You're using a the fucking crumple. a crumple yeah, leaf on your butt. I'm not fucking taking shit towel and putting it back on my ass. Now nah, the crumple is over. a fucking disaster. Yeah. No, the crumple's yeah. the way it works. It's the, yeah, you, no, don't, don't shake it. It's pure. It's pure chaos theory, baby. It's chaos in your butt, and it just picks up all the dirtiness and gets rid no, of it. I don't think so. Your little precise. Here's the other one. Here's the other fold. one. Uh, wet wipes. Oh God! Flush- no. Flushables? God, Jesus! Went through a stage, my and my plumber told us never do it. He's like, "There's no such thing as a flush." Plumber says, well, but you do when you're fucking. They're cleaning out your main again because there's like wet wipes I've stuck in avocado fucking uh, roots because you live in a newer house or whatever. But I'm just telling you, a plumber years old. whose man is the profession of cleaning <laughs> shit out, he fucking gets wet wipes out of fucking pipes all day. I don't live. I don't live uh, at an turn of the century home, but my well, house that's is forty why. something my house years built old. In 1940. Yeah. I have a sewer connection. Yes, yeah. but. Wet wipes, yes, Mm-mm. yes. You go dry. Most companies tell you you're gross. Dry, she's a bidet. Wet, wet, dry, and then we're good. I mean, you might be able to wad on the bidet because then it's just like a pat, pat thing. I'm gonna buy one of those. What they have got, one. Amazon what if you got? Cheap. Are you, no wet wipes for you? I mean, if my wife tossed the salad, maybe, but she doesn't. Oh, whoa. Yeah. All right. He's going from so I'm kick, the only wet wipe stomach guy baby here, abortions huh? to yeah. wife tossing salad. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I. I yeah. All right, my eyes are turning yellow like I have jaundice because I have to piss so bad. Okay. Um, social media winner for episode 435, Australia in World War II. Um, it was a cute story, uh, but it was a made-up one because we know that that didn't happen and Australia doesn't exist. But we're going to give a, a, a prize just the same way. Um, allegedly, I think this person allegedly lives in Australia too. Um, at Shane Havoc is going to win a sticker pack from Printer Cheap for sharing on Instagram. Um, thank you for doing that. Um, I have another prize winner too that I just we don't normally do. Um, but I picked another one just cause this motherfucker gave us such a tribute. They reposted our Patreon post mm-hmm. 
and they listed the things that we had caused them to do. Oh. And they had, we had changed uh-huh. their life in such a way that they think that everything in the world is a conspiracy. They trust <laughs> no one now. Mm-hmm. Um, we caused them to fall in, in love with Ilyukoteko hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, he, we forced him to pay money on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and him. he has bought lots of merchandise from us and he constantly laughs at inappropriate jokes when it's inappropriate and it's all our fault. So I was going to reward him for that. Um, so he's going to win a t-shirt. I like that guy a lot. I think it's a guy. <clears throat> Kaysen, or that girl. I like that. Ray Boy. It could be either. I don't know. But they are going to get a shirt. I, I like what. that person. Mm-hmm. And depending on what they think about potatoes, I might love that person. Well, we'll see. Maybe they'll get an extra prize depending on how they answer. I can't say which one's the rewarding answer. <laughs> but we do know who mails the yeah, prizes. Yeah, we know who mails the prizes. Shit. It's, another, it's another fucking other. What was the other one? The Asian guy that we didn't know if he was really Asian or oh, if it was a man or a you woman? You looked it up? Yeah. It's, that's Case and Ray. No, we don't Boy. know. It's like, all the, yeah. It's one of those couples. We don't know. Is it a man or a woman? I don't like, know which one is Casey. That's, that's yeah. the profile picture. Yeah. So It's when nice. they, the couple shares their social media, like they have both their names on there. You know what I mean? That's what happens. Well, I don't, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Oh, registered nurse who right. travels with his wife. I don't ah. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to the his, so we yeah. have the male pronoun. Yeah. So probably. Yeah, yeah but the, the nurse, that just it doesn't make sense to me. I'm There's still, plenty of male nurses. So to both those people. It, uh, but it could be, could be a, uh, you know, a, a, I don't want to say partnership. something mean. It could be a partnership where yeah. it's the man in the relationship, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Why? What? What? They could be they, Brad. They could How be, is Brad like afraid to yeah. tackle a term that might offend somebody? Well, I I just didn't want to be mean. He, right he didn't want okay. to say that they're. Against, I almost like, said Bulldike. Yeah, mm. but I didn't. Okay. You did though. Now, yeah, you did now. No, you guys just made me say it. No, you forced me. What are no. you doing? <laughs> Playing bass. <laughs> Playing stand-up bass. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So, um, yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, thank you, Miss. Tur. Tur. Uh, Frankie Pitch is going to hit you up and get your information, so please uh, respond because it's a pain in my ass when you end up on the, on the <laughs> other spreadsheet. I still don't know. Damn you. Fuck. <laughs> you bastards. We are a part of the Podbelly Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts and educational content. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, it's a good place to start. Um, if you have a bunch of shit that uh, probably no one wants to hear, Podbelly can help you um, hone your skills into a way that some people would probably actually listen. Because the goal of a podcast is having a bunch of shit that Mm -hmm. someone does want to hear. Exactly. That is the goal. That is, that's phase one of the podcast actually. So go check out podbelly.com to find cool podcasts like Kim and Kat stay alive. Maybe just the worst podcast and hillbilly horror stories. Um, Also thank you to El Yucateco hot sauce. Uh, They are our primary sponsor. You can find them at the grocery store. Um, You can get them on the internet. If you live in the, in the boonies, um, you can still get it. So go check them out. Um, They have seven flavors. All of them are the king of flavors. Brad looks excited over there. I can't, I can't wait to hear what's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Go check them out. El Yucateco.com. Also check out print dirt cheap. Um, Go to printdirtcheap.com and you can use code sofa king to save some money. If you need stickers or printed goods of some sort, uh, if you have a business or a band or a podcast, Podcast. You can go over there and get stuff. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees. He's at Jimmy D's Tees across social media. Um, he makes our shirts. He can make your shirts um, and he makes his own shirts and they will start conversations in the grocery store, in the produce section. Um, if you wear them to the store, Brad can can attest to that. So mm-hmm. um, go check him out. And did I get everything? Boom, boom, boom. I think I got it. We're ready for you, sir. What do you got? Uh, just Colt member of the month. Uh, I'm going to pee my pants though. John Schultz. He can leave. I'm going to pee in this cup. He can leave. Can uh, John Schultz. This will be a first. Um, yeah. So no. we, we knew we were going to talk about, um, <laughs> we knew we were going to talk about uh, Russell Williams on this episode. And just so, as a, 
I, we mentioned this last week, but he he's a great guy. We love him to death. But he's notorious. Yeah. No, 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 no. Our sculpt member <laughs> of the John, John Schultz. John Schultz. But every time you fucking, like we call him, but anyway, because you'll say, hey, you know. Or actually. Yeah, actually. Like, you know, but it's like, what do you like? Do you like whiskey? Actually. And then he talks about fucking hairballs. Yeah. Like you can't get knows. this motherfucker yeah. to commit to whatever you're talking yeah. about. Well, actually, he did stay on topic this time. Really? Yeah. Somewhat. Okay. So we told him we were talking about Russell Williams. He already knew. Mm-hmm. He he said, "Oh, I know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. His whole life story, pretty much everything about him. Um, knew everything about all of the cases and wouldn't you were shut Skyping up about with it. him. Yes, wouldn't shut up about it. I, I basically put a, a paper in front of the Skype camera and right. walked off. Good idea. Um, but I, you know, I said, well, what was his favorite part of uh, you know, or or what what actual interaction was his favorite thing about Russell Williams and his victims?" Mm-hmm. And he came back and of course, you know, actually short story long. Yeah. Uh, it says, uh, he said, well, for individuals with tephophilia, uh, they have sexual pleasure, uh, by being buried alive. Mm. And I said, wow, that's crazy. And he said, arachnophilia, you have sexual, um, feelings for spiders, mm-hmm. especially daddy long legs. Mm. <laughs> um, he said, uh, "Fertilitarianism is a sexual arousal by non-consensual groping or rubbing of one's genitals against a victim, uh, typically in crowded places like an elevated or an elevator or concert, like the ass burglar. Yes, mm-hmm. the yeah. ass burglar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Tamakari is a Japanese fetish where women or where men love to get kicked in the balls by women, which he says is one of his favorites. Um, he actually enjoys that." Um, Let's see. What's the other one? Oh, mesophilia, which I thought was a disease. <laughs> mesothelioma. Mesothelia. Uh, mesophilia. Miso horny. Uh, is a sexual gratification from smelling or tasting things like sweaty underwear, soiled clothing, or used tampons. Um, so if you, you know, he's very well versed yeah, uh, in this sort of crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which actually kind of scares me. A little bit. So, a little bit. He knows a yeah. lot of shit, though. Yeah. He's a smart guy. He does. Guy. He is a smart guy, he's but he's pretty guy. much... He wears he's white. not afraid to flaunt it. He though. wears no. white sunglasses. You know, sure. I just had a flashback that you and I went to um, the mall and went to Sam Goody and bought two live crew. Oh, yeah. Fucking me so horny, like single <laughs> album. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy too, shit. Too I just whiter than that. white boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What else? Oh, there yeah. was something else on it, though. It was like something to life crew nasty as they want to be. That was like me so horny and something was on the other side. Maybe we want some pussy. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. maybe fucking doo-doo brown or some shit. I remember had that. Doo-doo brown oh. was later. Was it? Wow. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe they let us buy that shit. Was that before the fucking rating? No. Um, I think they created the rating for Two Live Crew. No, they... NWA. I think they might have. They created the rating for NWA. NWA. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. They let us buy it. Oh, yeah. Fucking same thing. Yeah. memories for Jason. I just had a flashback when I said that. Yeah. Were you there when we put it in the Teddy Rexpin? You know how you put a cassette tape in the Teddy Rexpin? <laughs> yeah. And he would sing along and we put Maybe. like, hey, we want some pussy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he'd yeah. sing along to hey, it. Did oh, you give great. your boy a shout out? Who's I that? did not. So yeah. real quick, since I have the floor, yeah, yeah. Uh, big shout out to some mutual listeners that we have on both of our podcasts, uh, David Schmuck, Wally Frogmore, and oh, yeah. Keith Lehman. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nice. Those guys uh, all listen to both of our shows, so I want to give a shout out to those guys. David oh, Schmuck beat me at, at Street Fighter. He was did it Street a Fighter lot. or was it? Street Fighter 2. Was it uh, Tekken? It was Street Fighter? Street Fighter 2 and Tekken. I think he, yeah, man, Street Fighter, he was destroying everybody. Yeah, man. He is actually good at that. And he plays Magic the Gathering. Him and he his does. Wife. Yeah. In general, Very if you cool find people. somebody that whoops your ass at Street Fighter, they're going to whoop your ass at Tekken and Mortal yeah. Kombat. 
in any like Capcom game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they're, they're just they're, fucking, they're, they're yeah. really going to whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah. just, you're done ski. I'm, I'm weird on Street Fighter. Like, I need to be on, like, the left control. Like, I'm all weird if I'm on the <laughs> other control. Is that weird? Yeah. Well, it's because I'm used to doing all of the jumps, <laughs> like, the like jump kick and, like, throwing fireballs, like, that way because you're swooping that way. Yeah. I feel very one-sided. You're not very good is what the problem I'm is. I'm good on that one side, but well. if I get put on the other side, it does feel weird for me. Yeah. All right. What do we got? It's like That's when your boyfriend turns you over. Mm. what it is yeah. anyway if you're on reddit go to our photo slash sofa king podcast or in the conversation there my pants. go take off no, take off right no, wait, huh? um, facebook instagram and twitter we're Sick at sofa king, sofa king podcast uh, i'm at raised with wolves on instagram we have sofa king brent sofa king dave jason you are all things star wars at darth roscom and at all things star wars pod right yes. on and he is a pod belly network uh podcast this is the cross pod so we thank him for joining us um Go to sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop to uh, buy things from us there. If you want some apparel, uh, go to patreon.com black slash sofakingpodcast and uh, pledge a dollar or more and uh, you get bonus episodes and live content and things. So, yes. Uh, Spotify. The uh, Spotify playlist is the Sofa King Podcast 2019 playlist. It will soon be 2020. We're starting fresh. Um, fresh. 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 Um, yeah, so uh, get that and follow uh, if you enjoy the end songs. Um, Guelph. Guelph. If you like them, Guelph. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I mean, if you can blow air out of the head of your dick, do it. You know what I mean? That's the message we're trying to get across. Yeah. 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 yeah it's like queef. Uh, he's lost. So yeah. it's like queefing for a male. It's golfing. Yeah. yeah. It's when you can queef out of the end of your dick. Yeah. Have we also started that? a social media. We also yeah. started a social media platform called Goocher. Yeah. Yeah. Or Taint Me on Gooch. Taint Me on yeah. Gooch. Taint Me on Gooch. Yeah. 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 Couple things going on there. All right. All right. That being said, don't be retarded. The trip. You got a problem with it. I can promise you, you better model your model off your lower sober and shit. Solo and Drake, solo and yay. Ain't nothing left for you niggas to say. Solo and Eminem and fucking him and him and take a knee to dismay me this way. Knew you show, finna get it choking. I mean, it's so freaking over. It's old and I beat it. But a little more than I can do. Shaking it out that I'm throwing at you. Pass the ball to a nigga half as tall on a ruck, cause asphalt playing basketball. Like a mellow and jelly.